Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hey, Matt, Amy. I'm going to prolong this introduction and not let Matt talk for... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Today we'll take a look at the latest news in the Games Workshop universe, but we're going to talk about orcs and just how awesome they are now. But first, as always, which I'm sure will be orc-related, we're going to talk about hobby stuff. And we'll start with Amy today. Um, my hobby stuff has been a lot of realizing how much hobby stuff I have to do. Guys, I mm. reorganized some of my pile of shame today. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, I recently had to get, like, renter's insurance, you know? And, uh, and they gave us, they, they gave me just, like, you know, levels, right? Like, amounts. And I'm like, this seems like a ridiculous amount of money. And then I looked at my pile of shame and I went, <laughs> no, actually, uh, no, that seems about right. <laughs> actually. Um, but I am, I have two big conversion pieces for my Adepticon army to do. And then it's all built. A good chunk of it is like on its way to painted. It's all, there's forward progress. Like, I feel good about that. Sounds to me like you're too far ahead of the curve. No, I'm not. I'm just, I mean, there's 181 days, so. (laughs) It's cool. It's cool. But that's about it. How about you, Jeff? I finished painting my first unit of uh, Squig Hog Riders. They're so gorgeous. I'm very happy with them. I can't wait to play them in a million years. I have another unit ready to build and paint, but I'm I don't know when I'm gonna have time for that because I'm I'm back on working on some other secret projects, which I may sideline to paint my Aeronautica Imperialist Tau fleet because today they announced like they, they didn't announce but like they started talking about the next box set that they had announced in a, a preview in March. So that got like my brother uh, excited about Aeronautica Imperialist again. So he said, "Oh, we should play in like three weeks." I'm like, "Yes, we should," but I don't have painting pl- painted planes because I gave you my painted plane. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I say, like I said, I don't have painted planes. Says you had orcs. I'm like, yeah, I did. Which is really not great. But I'm uh. Okay, well, first of all, I just had this really great idea about making new orc planes out of Tyranid Gargoyle that convert into bat squigs. I like it. Beast Snaga <laughs> Aeronautica Imperialist. <laughs> what are you uh, doing? Why? Oh, stop. 
This is my, my no. brain just betrays me all the time that way. It's oh, like, no. oh, here's a good idea you'll never get to do because of the other good ideas you've had that are taking up all your time. Mm. Anyways, yeah, so I'm going to be painting my towel. <laughs> How about you, Matt? Were you sick? I you was sick. talk about it? <clears throat> uh, not really. I was sick last week. Missed a week of Kill Team because uh, I have been playing Kill Team. My friend and I have been playing through the campaign with the models from the starter box. So I'm taking command of the Orcs, and he's taking command of the Krieg. Uh, it's been fun. Um, he's having a tough time with the Krieg versus the Orcs. The Orcs' preliminary reports seem to uh, favor the Orcs in this uh, this matchup, almost oh. across the board. But he also had some really awful rolls, too, so that probably didn't help him when we were playing. Um, the campaign's interesting because winning the missions doesn't really actually mean anything. Um, unless you are using some of the special stuff where that ties directly to the mission that gives you extra victory points. But just in general, winning the mission doesn't mean anything. It's just your models will get more experience points, but there's no benefit to winning in the campaign. So, um, which is kind of interesting. We, we spent a lot, probably more time than we should have, trying to see if there was a benefit for winning. And, uh, you know, turns out turns out the rulebook's not super well organized it's it's workable but it could be better um but it's been fun you know we've been having fun working on uh through that campaign where we've only played three missions so far and i think there's nine in the campaign that comes with the book and i had so much fun playing with the orcs that i bought a orc army box set and a combat patrol box set oh I could not. Welcome aboard. I could not resist the resist the pull. Uh, do you uh, want you want to say it, Amy, or do you want me to say it? You can go ahead and say uh, it. Matt, you didn't choose the orc life. Oh, the it orc chose life me. Chose you. I know. I know. <laughs> Once, I mean, I had to get the the combat patrol for the um, war boss with the grot on his back, of course. I mean, obviously, you Jeez. had. I want nothing in that box. Except, <laughs> except that guy. No, except that squig. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the guy. But... <laughs> I uh, yeah. I just uh, I just pre-ordered my pain boss. Yeah, uh, me too. From my local store because I'd forgotten. Like I'd, I was like, oh, I don't. I definitely don't need any orc stuff right now. I mean, it's that's not what I'm working on. I definitely don't need. Oh yeah, no, I forgot about the IV squig. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the... I need that. And the grot on the mono wheel. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. Um, <laughs> grots on mono wheels, and then you've got some squig hogs on mono wheels, and there's a little squig with bombs on mono wheels. I love these guys so much. They're like a circus of orcs. <laughs> and then I thought, you know, I you know, could probably use use a truck. So it'll make a good truck. Uh, not the truck kit. That's silly. Well, we'll get one truck kit, and we'll get some... Gene Serial Cult vehicles to mm-hmm. smash mm-hmm. them together, and that's a problem, guys. It's a problem. That's the trick, right? Like, you never buy a truck. You buy a truck and a vehicle from another army to you make two. two trucks. Exactly. Because every kit is an orc kit. Oh, exactly. Yeah. This is why it's being orc players <laughs> is the best thing. Because especially <laughs> with beast snaggers, like, you guys, you guys have to realize Usually every kit is an orc kit, as long as it's a vehicle. But not for me. 
Everything's an orc kid. Yep. Because beast snaggers will enslave any beast. Yep. Is, is it for Age of Sigmar? I don't care. Oh, dragon? Sure. Now they're beast snagger dragon. <laughs> I don't care. You've seen those new dragons that are coming out for the uh, for, for the Stormcast Eternal? It yep. won't take much before these guys are freaking death copters. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Everything <laughs> is mine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got the spare kit. Give me. I'll make him <laughs> orc. I'll take your bits. You know that you know that song in Mulan, I'll make a man out of you? I look yeah. at my kit, I'll make him <laughs> orc out of you. Uh. <laughs> Someone make that parody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the kind of community we have. <laughs> Being an orc. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you come up with. I mean, I've done a lot already, man. That's true. You're, the the, the models you posted, actually, that also kicked me over the edge, too, is like seeing how great your models come out. It's like, wow, if I could like get... Oh, you're just saying that. I gotta keep you happy so you stand the track. <laughs> so few things do. <laughs> Um, but that's really been it, been it for me. Um, we had, so what I found, what I discovered over the last couple months is that competitive 40 K is really of little to interest for me anymore. Um, I signed up for, a a, a local, just at my friendly local store, a, um, tournament in August that, I, or in, yeah, in August that I didn't go to because mm-hmm. I just decided, eh, I don't, don't really want to go. And then I went in. Jul- and then I signed up for the one in September this month, which was a couple weeks ago, and I didn't go to that one either. Um, just not not that interesting. And it's mainly because, right? It's you know we're we're north of Boston, so there's probably about maybe fifteen twenty people that show up to these things. Right. And and sure enough, if I apples to apples the last GT winning list by a big uh, competitive group to what was played there, same thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, well, if that's how this is going to work now, uh, I'm fine. I'll just, I'll play, uh, play lo- uh, just friendly games and, and play what I want. Yeah. You know. Which, I'll be honest, like, the, the moment you start accepting that Warhammer 40k is a beer and pretzel game where you just... Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> I say, when you start accepting that the game is meant to have fun, it gets a lot <laughs> easier to enjoy the game mm-hmm. i'm not saying like games shouldn't be balanced like obviously if like if there's no effort to balance anything but i've always like i've always kind of believed in in balance through uh through numbers like once you have so many units it's impossible it becomes impossible to just make the perfect list that can take all comers right. I, I think we're kind of like reaching that point You're, you'll always have these guys that want to do the meta stuff and i mean that's fine yeah, but that's, fine. that's what i mean like they find that enjoyable um that's you know, the thing. Like everybody, everybody has their own fun. Yeah, like I most of my fun is doing crazy painting <laughs> dumb things, and then playing with my crazy painted dumb things. Uh, other people just like to play like just the games. Other people like to get real competitive. It's it's yeah. cool. Like as long as you know who you're playing and what the goal is, everybody's gonna have a good time. And and now that we're at the point where we have like people who are doing 40k professionally, which is awesome for them, but they're sort Wait. of. There's forty. There's there's literally, I mean. Oh yeah, not, you didn't not, not just like doing YouTube like. W- w- no, well they yeah. So it's they like 
there are other podcasts out there like Out of War who they do um, like tutorials, co- like you can hire them as yeah, a coach, yeah, yeah. right? Right, that they, kind of thing. But yeah, they, okay, okay, okay. That's, I thought you meant like tournaments, like really, like how, like what, oh no, 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 country no. do you need to live in where winning two boxes <laughs> of land raiders really does no, 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 no. But, year. but they've created a you know a career out of doing of forty k content. Yeah, well, I mean, let's. I mean, I'm I'm happy for them, but also like if if war gaming is only starting to do that, we're late to the game because oh, yeah, people yeah. doing people making a living off of really really stupid content is something that YouTube's yeah. been watch watch happen. Just go look at any popular video on YouTube, and you'll. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it. there's like dozens and dozens of people who make a living just hating movies. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite are the people reacting to somebody's reaction. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but anyway, it's getting meta out there. We man. Can go bring we an could, umbrella. You go down a, a long rabbit hole, but just you know, they—that's sort of that's what they do for, which is awesome for them. But and that sort of is now at least locally setting the what's going to show up at the local tournaments. So for me, it's you know, I'd rather just have fun. And, and I mean, here's the thing, right? So you've got. We're we're probably about six months to a year out before what people are the way people are going to react is as like this. So there's going to be the YouTube videos or whatever that says this is the list, and then you've got someone smarter that's going to show up and watch the video and look at the list and go, I I'm going to build the list that beats this, and then I'm going to go beat everyone else that brought that list because that's what happens with Netflix. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. It's always always like that. Um, Metas are never meant for the really, really, really high-end competition in yeah. any game. It's yeah. always for that level just under it. Yeah. I, it's, it, that's the way, that was the way it goes. Like, uh, Amy, Amy and I were really into Overwatch, and back in time for the, the, the Overwatch League was actually fun to watch. That's what you saw. Like, the, the top teams didn't show up playing the meta. They showed yeah, up they... with the tricks to beat what the meta was. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody else showed up with the meta and got their asses kicked. Well, yeah, and then, and then we get into to setting the meta, which is a whole... Exactly. Dip, yeah, but what... then, like, if you're setting the meta for... Like, let's say you're setting the meta for the LVO, once you... If, if you're copying the LVO meta to, to for Adepticon, well, you're you're late. It's always Oh, like yeah, that. no, no, it definitely is, and... and so I'm, I'm not worried about meta. No, no, I don't... Say. Meta's... <laughs> They're, I mean, metas are probably what makes the most money for Games Workshop for people oh, yeah, to build time. their, their Grey Ghost armies. Out of Gen Con, we have the Black Templars seem to be seem to be coming next with a quote unquote army box. Yeah, is it me or is the army box about the size of a combat patrol? Yeah, it's it's it looks like it. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be like a limited edition codex with it, but it's it looks like it's their new Crusader kit, which looks cool. And then a couple characters, and then a Dreadnought. So Which, yeah, it's it's awfully similar in content to what I painted for my friend my friend Paz uh, yeah. when I when I did the combat patrol for Dark Angel. Like it's yeah, you got a Dreadnought, bunch of infantry. There you go. Which is neat. Like if you're Dark Elf, if you're if you're Black Templar player, this is it's 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 a good kit. And those and those Dreadnoughts are fun to paint too. <laughs> Can never have enough but Dreadnoughts. I wouldn't call it like an army though. Yeah, and it, I thought it was weird that they referred to yeah. it as such. I assume it's only because they've put the codex in the box. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what, the Beast Naga box was probably not that many. I mean, more... what was the sisters' 
The sister's box was pretty close in point. Like, sister's box wasn't that much either. In terms of the weird thing about the sister's box is it didn't have, like, you got like four Argo Jones, which is like a minimum five squad, right? Or like so. Um, (laughs) But yeah, there were some questionable choices. Yeah, oh, big, but it did come with like, uh, you know, it came. Get a few units in there. I guess probably points wise, you know, depending on how the points play out for this, it could probably end up being about the same. But it, it, they look, you know, they're coming next. They're going to have a really cool kit if you're a Black Templars fan. Lots of little neat Crusady bits on the guys, and we also get to see the next kill team set. So this was a Jeff and I talked about how this was um, like before they announced it. We were talking about how this is like a big deal. Um, you know, when we saw there was going to be a kill team announcement at Gen Con, that this was a big deal because this was going to set what we could expect for kill team from here on out. Mm-hmm. Uh, not I'm disappointed. Kinda, no, I'm into it. No, I, I am. I am not disappointed at all. I hope. I, he, he, here's the thing, right? Like I saw that and I went, this is exactly what I predicted. And I am glad. This <laughs> <laughs> is it's what I predicted, but also, more importantly, what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm hoping, I mean, I assume they'll do the same thing like they did with this. This recent starter set was um, that the the units or the kill teams are available separately in their own box. I imagine they would continue to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think, well, I mean... The, with the announcement of the of the, the new kill team expansion, they also announced that the two the two units from the original kill team box um, were going to be separate. So it's it's I mean I think it's safe to assume that we're going to see the same thing for those. Yeah, and, and a like a, a mini starter set, right? Because the one that just came out was the limited edition one with mm-hmm. a lot more terrain. The one that's coming out right. is going to be a little bit smaller with a little bit less. So hopefully, you know, I, I think some I, people were might have been I scared by that. You're wrong. Is it the same amount of terrain? I thought well, it was less. wait, wait, there, there's we're talking there's two sets that we're talking about. One of them there's the set so there's that's the expansion, like there's the expansion that's Chalmath. Yeah. Yeah, there's Chalmath that that's the expansion. That's the thing I'm excited about. The other yes. thing is like the miniature starter set which is less terrain. The Chalmath set is the terrain from the first edition of Kill Team. Oh yes, yes, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was talking about the the specific uh, or uh, commandos and death core box set that they were releasing. Oh yeah, which is a no. I so mean, if the this is like yesterday, this is the past. You're talking <laughs> about the past. I'm focusing on the future. Well, I'm wondering <laughs> if they, if they'll do the same thing with the Chalnath box too, where there'll be another smaller one, um, and this one will be another limited edition one with all the terrain and everything. I think they'd be more likely to just put out the units rather yeah. than... Yeah. I mean, because that terrain's everywhere. Or variations thereof. Yeah, it's pretty you, yeah, I've, widespread. I mean, I have that set of terrain already, so I'm going to yeah. have two of those. <laughs> Hooray. And we got a, a, a Tau Pathfinder kill team, which, if I was reading the article correctly, is going to be sort of the, the new kill uh, Pathfinder box set just for the Tau army. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the gist of it. But it's they're basically just tossing in a new sprue for some yeah. of the options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of these options are nuts. Like there is a medic in there. It's yeah. about time we get a Tau medic because of mm-hmm. all the armies, why didn't we get a? Why don't the Tau have a medic? Yeah, definitely, and and it's, it'll be interesting to see 
if the, you know if Tao is going to be hot on the heels of this box set for forty k, or is this tiding them over? Right, it's like okay, here's a screw <laughs> for you. You know, enjoy that enjoy. for a couple months. We'll get we'll get around to you. We'll get there when we feel like doing Xenos. <laughs> I know. I we I think we all forget that Black Templars was a another chapter they would probably do for a uh, their own standalone book. Yeah, have we ever have we ever put that on our list of possibilities? No, never. I don't we're like because we I I think that they're in the main space screen codex. There's a little Black Templar section. We're like, yeah, they got it in there. They're fine. Nope, nope. They're gonna get their own, own book, which is great for Black Templars players. Xenos players still cry. It's like. The uh, the odd number editions get a Black Templar codex, while the even <laughs> number editions are just a supplement in the uh, in the uh, core codex for the Space Marines. That's just that's how it works. Although I mean, the York Life could always choose you if you're if you're waiting for something Xenos, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it, it's looking like a good life. <laughs> um, so a new uh, High Marshal Helbert model for. I'm probably not saying that right, but for uh, for the Black Templars, he's like many of the characters crossed over to Primaris. It's been That's... the meme of the week, and it, I'm delighted unim... by all of it. Albrecht he's... is unimportant. It's the, it's his <laughs> servitors. Oh, <laughs> so good! Desperately important. There's a sword cleaning servitor and the photobomb servitor. Who? <laughs> just he's amazing. cleaning the sword while it's stuck in an orc. So I had a theory He's about diligent. that. This is yeah. I've thought about this damn thing so much over the last couple of days. Um, so part of my theory was like, no, hang on. What if he's like a relic hunter guy, right? So he's just, it's fresh orc blood off of yeah. Helbert's sword. Like that rag <laughs> is going to be like, that is now like a high relic that he can like steal, like sell to somebody. I like it. Yeah. That was my new theory. He just runs around in battle right next to him every time he kills somebody. He's, Wait, my lord, let me wipe off your sword. <laughs> wipe off your sword. But, but what's been great is seeing how now all the memes are merging. Like, Amy <laughs> sent me this meme of uh, the crab as yeah. Tamatoa. <laughs> it's just, it, everything is just like, it's, it, it, the, the, the meme are eating themselves. It's the one so that good. upset me, the one that upset me was um, the person that took, um, there was a person who had converted a great unclean one to be a great yes, clean I, one. And then she's like, just wiping it off. And so it put like the two together. Like he's doing a real good job. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I know a lot of people are upset. I'm not really, I mean, I'm really happy with really it. Is, that is great. <laughs> disturbing <laughs> oh that's awesome you're disturbing <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy with that meme so yeah so servitors um unexpectedly creeping in on yeah, the right? good models around <laughs> so i i think we're getting really close to the important codex servitors <laughs> oh that is <laughs> I love it. I would love to see Codex servitors. I'm sure, there's a, there, there has to be a fan Codex out there somewhere. Codex servitors, Codex Imperial citizens. Codex Grot. 
Oh, man, that was <laughs> reminiscing a little bit back in, I think it was 5th edition Orcs and Goblins for 5th edition Fantasy. I had a Snotling army, which was just like 100 bases of Snotlings and a couple giants. It was great. That's great. By the way, to our listeners, if anybody has the, uh, the box set unpainted of the Pirate Grots um, mm. that the Games Workshop put Ooh. out, please get in contact with Amy Frost as soon <laughs> as possible. Oh, oh, I ordered a... Captain Badrick box. I ordered a, a Stompa at my local store to to uh, yeah. to free Buddha it out, like make it a little pirate or a huge pirate Stompa. Yeah. Listen, I'm so I have. Proud of you, Matt. I've never been more proud of you than I am. <laughs> I am very impressed. I am. Why does the stop have I mean, an iPad? Who cares? One it does. Of us. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I well, am waiting for something else as my big um, thing for mm-hmm. my snaga. I mean, mm-hmm. only one mm. super heavy will do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't wait to see it because I think I'm going to talk about. It. <laughs> So that's been the that was the big announcement for 40k was was um... whoa hold your horses whoa. we got a whole new not in the codex that just freaking came out goddammit Games Workshop unit for the Sisters of Bell and we're not sure. even gonna mention this oh yes sorry the I, I got sidetracked by our that's conversation and forget about <laughs> my other army Sisters of Battle. Um, my perceived outrage far outweighed my actual <laughs> outrage. Yes, so the uh, the Sisters of Battle Nilviats who are uh, not wearing power packs, they got a they're they're apprentice sisters, I guess we'll call them. Um, they are the well, counter to the Tau. Yeah, and they they look really good. They uh, look really good. People. I love that the reaction was finally an expansion to Cursed City. <laughs> <laughs> They do look really cool, though. Um, ah, you can go on then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and as JF mentioned, Aeronautic Imperialis, the Eldar versus Space Marines, should be coming soon. Uh, I know a lot of people locally, anyway, were waiting for Eldar to pop on the scene for for Aeronautic. I mean, I'm just glad we're finally getting some Imperial. Yeah. Flyers. It's about time yeah, right? that we get something for those Imperial players out there because they yeah. haven't had enough. It might, you know, I'm wondering how many more iterations of Imperials can they come up with, and then you think, oh, a lot actually. They could. Yeah, unfortunately, that is that's a that's a deep well. And you know, I kind of I, in some ways, see what they're doing right because each set is a campaign and it's Imperium versus somebody else. But this would have been a perfect like. Necrons versus Eldar. I think we talked about mm-hmm. that before. Or Chaos versus Eldar, right? Wouldn't right, even that like if you're gonna do if you're gonna do Space Marines, like like at least make them chaos. Like yeah. give us a little put some spikes on them. Give me a tiny track. Just want a tiny track. <sighs> Something. But mm-hmm. yeah. so we've got that on the way. I mean, you know, theoretically it should just be a couple weeks before we see that up for pre order. <laughs> um and of course, there's still. Uh, I think there's quite a few work models to go before the the codex is uh, is finished up. So, orcs, have either of you had a chance to look at the codex? Well, or codex orcs? We've already been through this. Yes. Well, well, we did get through it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, I, you know, my, uh... here's, here's, here's my question. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, let, let's, let's keep this interesting instead of just reading through a code. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt. Yes. You, you've, you've drunken the, uh, the flavor aid. Um, you've joined us in the cult. All hail Gork and Mork. Mm. What in this codex made you go, hmm, I'm now an orc player? <laughs> so, I, you know, orcs, for me, in, in every Games Workshop game, has always been that army where I was like, man, if I had the time, I, I don't have the time now, but anyway, you know, it was just, <laughs> I, I, would, I would totally play orcs because you can kind of do whatever you want. The models look interesting. Um, and, I, you know, I think part of it was the the new models, like especially the the new boys. Um, but one of my favorite epic armies to play is my uh, Cult of Speed, right? Because I converted a bunch of models for that. Um, and had a lot of fun doing that. So looking at this codex, it, you know, it's it's the new boys. It's the the idea in my head of the the pirate themed Stampa and. Uh, Lots of free Buddhas and and um, I think that's what really pulled me in is finally saying you know I, I should just do this I should just get over with and do it. I feel like that's the thing, right? Like you come up with that one idea, you're like, you know what I could do, and the next thing you know, it just you've got it spirals points. out of control. And the the best part is, one out of three times you come up with a great idea for orcs while looking at other armies. <laughs> yeah. And and the the kill team models, just how much character there was in those few ten models also really pulled me in. Just because you know, you get a bunch of extra bits and you're like, I can just stick these wherever I want. I don't have it doesn't matter. Unlike when you're trying to put together space marines and it gets a little a little more strict there if you if you were trying to make a an army that looks like space marines anyway. Not going Blanchitsu style. And the best part about orcs, like, they're super fun to model and paint, obviously, because you can do these crazy things. But once you get them on the table, they're also equally dumb and fun. Oh, yeah. Like, it, playing orcs takes so much of the sting of losing, which I am very familiar with, out of games. Because it's like, ah, they're orcs. Like, their entire philosophy is that, like, eh, losing's not really losing... That's right. If we win, we win. If we die, we die. If we run away, we have to come back and fight another day. Exactly. Like, they're so... They're the chillest army out there. And looking at, especially, you know, I didn't really take a close look at all the buggies that came out last time, but looking at just the amount of detail they put into those models, and, and you know, what you could do with them from there, too. And, and I saw the Storm Boy with the stick bomb in his mouth that I had never noticed before. Like, oh, that's a yeah. that's a great that head is a great bit just to, oh, to find so him. good stupid freaking orcs are so good like honestly this is like my third go at doing orcs i did yeah. some ice orcs back when i for my first adepticon uh, a couple of years back i did some gene stealer orcs and now and that's which the was... other part of it right like you can just pick literally any other army and be like these are orcs orcs now you know, and like I was saying, when I was, you know, when I was looking at the Codex and starting to think about my epic army where, like, I have fighter bombers and stuff, but I, I made kit, ba kit bash those out of Stormboy's backpacks, right? 
So, and just remembering how much fun that was to do. And like, man, I could just do this in a bigger scale now. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just, like, I, I dream of various dumb orc armies. Like, oh, what would happen if some orc spores got into some successor chapter's gene seed? Oi, <laughs> Space Marine. It'd be so great. Just do a bunch of orc Space Marine. And no one can stop you. No one. I think my my favorite orc thing that I've ever seen, uh, like randomly on the internet, are the commandos that all go together to be a to... rhino. Oh yeah, that was amazing. And you're like, what have you done? What? It's so good. <laughs> it's so smart. Like, why is there a rhino there? That's smart. Those are my commandos. It's brilliant. And, and and this is the only army where that makes sense, which is why exactly. it is amazing. I mean, close second, Gene Sitter cults sure, can sure. do some pretty stupid things. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, like, Gene Sitter cults are, um, they're, they're kind of designed to be with the idea of, the, this is a cult from a mining colony. But you can go ape on yeah, yeah. that concept. Like, you say, oh, well, they're not from, an, they're not from a, a mining colony, they're from an agri-world, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're on a forge world. You can just go nuts and play with whatever variation of this that you want. Right? You could do. You could say, "Oh, they're from a um, a planet that's used by space marines to do some recruitment," and you you have your abominations be like mutated space marines. And like, there's they're they're the other army where you can do really really dumb things. Yeah, the, it's and. I mean, we already talked about you know the conversion possibilities, and I mean, who doesn't love Gretchen? I, I am disappointed that Snotlings aren't a thing anymore. I still, when I worked for Games Workshop and had that Snotling army, I bits ordered like twenty pounds, oh, twenty pounds of Snotlings. So I well, still. That's why they don't have Snotlings anymore. Right, because I bought them all. You right, got them all. But um, oh, it was so funny because we you had have these. To wait till you die and go to your. <laughs> Put them back into circulation. There was these forms that you had to fill out, and you know it was the because this was back when they had the bits book, and each snotling was a different bit. And I was like, I called you know the mail order. And I was like, so I'm gonna order a bunch of snotlings. He's like, okay. It's like, can I just say like I want ten pounds of snotlings? He's like, no, you have to list it out individually. It's like, are you you're sure? He's like, why? How many you're ordering? It's like about you know six hundred snotlings. He said. Okay, and hung up the phone. <laughs> it took. We had these sheets that had like thirty lines on it. It probably took like f- two or three sheets to. Uh... Yes. Anyway, so I have lots of snotlings that I get to accessorize my orc stuff with too. <laughs> just do them. Use them like use them like the Death Guard uses Nerglings. Oh yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the, the snotlings are to orcs as Nerglings are to Death Guard. Although just, everybody gets a friend. I have to. See, there's got to be a sassy snotling somewhere too. There's That's what I. There's start. plenty. Like there. Here, here's the thing about like snotlings have. This is what I like about all the tiny guys in 40k is that they all have kind of like their thing. Like nerglings are all sassy and like just little annoying bullies. Grots, on the other hand, take everything super seriously. Like, <laughs> you never have a. You never have a grot that's just not really into whatever dumb thing he's been assigned to do. <laughs> and it is great. Like, the dude on the bomb squig with his rusty nail, 
he's gonna stab some. He's That's right. Die, but like, but he, he's he's in no situation is he just not into whatever that job is. I think there's one exception. Is it the uh, one that's being fired out of the gun? The one that's getting uh, sucked into the... Oh, into the shock attack gun. Okay, there's yeah. two exceptions. <laughs> he doesn't uh, seem super psyched about it. He's, he ain't into it, you're right. Yeah. No, but there's also the guy who's strapped in front of a vehicle. Like, I don't, I don't think... I don't think when he was said he'd be part of the army, he knew he was going to be a bumper. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not ruling that out. I, I, my suspicions that I was just looking at are confirmed. There is a snotling mooning the opponent, so I just have to see how many of those I have. <laughs> Matt, if you truly love me, <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll cost me like you will two boxes sent to Canada. You will so send me one. <laughs> I don't... You know what? Okay, so I pulled up... And I encourage you guys to do the same thing. I pulled up an image. If you search Bumper Grot on Google... <laughs> good job, Google, for being able to do that. You can see it, and... Yeah, he kind of is into it. He's, he doesn't seem as afraid or angry as I thought he would. He has, he has a gag. He has a gag, but look at his eyes. These That's true. Eyes. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. Bump me into the, oh. I'll kill them all. That is a perfect place to put the extra kill team head of the grot with the goggles and the, the gag or the bandana on. Just everything ah. about grot. See, and this is why we love orcs. And, and you, like like you said, the orc life chooses you. Wait, did I miss that? Because grot bumper is literally a stratagem. Oh, it is? Oh, no. oh my god. The entire world is flipping upside down. How did I not notice Grod Bumper was an actual thing you could do? Oh my gosh. So use the stratagem in your opponent's shooting phase when an attack made with a ranged weapon successfully wounds a boomdagger snazwagon while in your army. Saving throw is automatically passed. Do not roll. Each unit can only benefit from this stratagem once per battle. That is uh, incredible. I mean, design, <laughs> it, it may be from the previous work codex, but still. Doesn't still. still uh, games. How can people be mad at Games Workshop so often? Because <laughs> they don't play orcs. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you're a listener and you're like, oh, man, I'm really at Games Workshop because oh, IP, I don't understand what IP is. I'm pissed at it. Like, just play orcs. It'll it'll yeah. you you You'll... You'll you'll enjoy it. It's I mean, like you're saying, you can't not have fun when you're. I mean, you this. can, but well, it's I it's mean, tough. I the think the problem is you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, actually, like you know, I'm excited to do a crusade with them. Like you know, before when we were talking about crusade, I, I had my sisters a battle, and I was kind of like, uh, you know, we'll see what happens when the cutout comes out. And but this one, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's let's get a crusade going somehow. Just because I want my guys to beat each other up in between in between games. Yes. Sorry, sorry for the, the the random chuckle. I'm just looking at images of bumper grot now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and oh, but and have you ever built a uh, a stompa? I have not built a stompa yet. Oh God, oh, Matt! Oh. It comes with it comes with so many of the dumbest grots. Oh, I know. I saw. There's I one grot. There's one grot, and Amy has that model now, but there's one grot that's designed to be sort of hanging from the tip of his fingers, 
from the Stompa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But you can use him horizontally to look like he's hanging on to something that's going really fast. <laughs> I used it on a on a I, I made like a custom um Defcoptos back when you couldn't do Defcoptos, like what were just the terrible yeah. metal ones. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's just hanging from the back of that because I thought that was hilarious. It's the most fragile conversion I ever made, but I am it's so good. So yeah, in, enjoy. There's a drill grot. There's so many cool. That's awesome. awesome. See, and this is like, I don't know for me anyway. Like, I have a space green army. I don't really feel like doing another space green army, but. With orgs, it's like, man, I could, you know, free Buddha's a bunch of pirate guys, and I could do uh, evil sons as well, like with just a bunch of vehicles and stuff. It's it's a problem, guys. It's a problem. The other benefit of orgs is that you can always go back to orgs, right? Like, so you go do something else for a while, and you're like, all right, I'm kind of bored with that, because you can always use more orgs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it, man, orgs. They're, in that way, they're kind of like Tyranids. Like, Tyranids are the army that I keep adding to because mm-hmm. there's no point in getting rid of Tyranids. The more Tyranids I have, the better life is. And it's the same thing with Orcs. I mean, so I'm I'm doing my Beast Naga Orcs. They're all going to be Beast Nagas. But who says at one point they won't just, like, meet up with a bunch of speed, speed oh, yeah, freaks and just go, we're going to hang out for a while <laughs> and, and do some races. Yeah, and, and I feel like the... Like the Space Marine Codex probably has more data sheets, but the Orc Codex has more data sheets I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Like across the codexes. There it is. Entirety. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Or the the beautiful thing. Yeah. It's, it's all in perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I talked before about my Eldar uh, little savings account. I may have dipped into that for some Orcs. That's good. <laughs> yeah. We support this. I, I listen. I will never talk someone out of playing orcs because yeah. that's the other thing. Like you don't get the black dress syndrome when your friends play mm-hmm. orcs. Like a lot of time, like you have a small gaming community and someone says, oh, "I'm playing space wolves." And, no, I'm playing space wolves. Like you don't want everybody to be playing the same thing, so you want some variety. But that doesn't happen with orcs. Like someone's like, "I'm playing orcs." Well, I'm playing orcs too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, orcs, uh, very exciting. Um, I'll try and post stuff as I as I get around to working on them on our Facebook page. And at this point, we're what is it? Three weeks into Warhammer Plus. Mm-hmm. What? And we just got the Age of Sigmar app last week. Yes. Which is currently in beta. So please, you know, if you're an Age of Sigmar person, try that out. And um, you report bugs just like you did with the 40k app. Um, what do you guys? And please, like, if you're playing in a beta, like, if you're using anything, like, whether you're playing a game in a beta or you're doing thing in a beta, don't just like go on social media and be like, "Man, this thing is real buggy." Yes, yeah. That's please the point. just tell them. Like, right. did you tell them? Because they won't fix <laughs> like, it if you don't. It's easier tell them. to report the bug than to complain about it on social media. I know you don't get the social the, the social points, but. Mm. Yeah, it's well, like uh, just just tell them. Like the 40k app still has a couple things where you know, like you add one five point cherub to a sister squad and it adds thirty six points to your army or something like that, and people complain cool. all the time. Cool. It's like, did you did you tell them? Did you tell anybody? No, this <laughs> like... is ridiculous. I'm not even going to use it. it. Doesn't even work. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my my favorite my favorite is the it's not my job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I I guess it's not like you're not getting a salary, but. Well, like just maybe, tell somebody. Yeah, just be part of the solution, just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Once in your goddamn life, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, three, three weeks One into... One there's going to be an army of Kevin that's just going to, like, walk nah, down okay. my head. Yeah. I'm not worried. They're just Kevins. That's right. They're just, they're just standing there and complaining. They won't do anything. Three... Warhammer Plus. Yes, yes. Three I, weeks I in. i tell you. All right. I've watched a lot of Warhammer Plus. I'm behind this week. But, um, I have made... I have made it no secret that I do not care um, much about Space Marines. Mm-hmm. I'm riveted to Angels of Death. Uh, really? Riveted. Um, I, uh, Louise's paint um, tutorials, her master classes. I watched the Black Armor one. Um, and as we know, I, again, I don't care about Space Marines, but I did get the um, bombshell miniatures their cute little girl space marine that they put out for was it Gen Con or Reaper Con or one of them um, and I'm like well I'm gonna paint her in black armor like Louise taught me because uh, I could be persuaded to do Raven Guard if I had to um, Raven I Guard had or just gonna get more and make Raven Girl Ooh. Raven Girl um, yeah we just G-R-R-L because that's tough <laughs> I don't care about battle reports, but I have watched every battle report and been absolutely riveted. They've done such a good job. Um, I think my absolute favorite thing that I've watched so far is the Bound for Greatness episode of Hammer and Bolter. Um, If there's anything that I am disappointed in, it's that we have not yet gotten more Hammer and Bolter, which is fine. Like, there's plenty of content, but I'm like, man, I like those an awful lot, though, like... Maybe we could do that because they're all different. They're all different subjects. They're all different styles. They're all self-contained. And uh, yeah, that Bound for Greatness one, I liked an awful lot. So I watched the first one um, with the orcs and I thought, man, this is orcs. It's going to be awesome because it's orcs. Mm. And I don't want to say I was disappointed, but I wasn't exactly floored. I felt like it could have been a bit shorter to be more fun. I was like, ah, alright, well, I mean, if that's the thing, I'm already paying, because I'm, I'm paying for uh, Warhammer Plus mostly because I'm going to be using the apps anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm, it'll be a distraction while I'm painting. Then I watched the second one, whose name I can't remember, but it's about the book. And that is some quality short story writing right there. Yep. I was into it. So, I, yeah, it's... So, the the thing is, that's the beauty of anthology. It can be unequal. It doesn't... Because the thing is, like, if, 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 if Angels of Death, or whatever it's called, ends up not being good, like, the entire series is kind of fork like yeah. right. you're 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 done for like oh like if if like the first two episodes are not good you're you're not gonna watch the rest and there's it becomes a lot hard to salvage meanwhile if one hammer bolter isn't good or isn't to your taste or whatever 
That's fine. The next one is going to be fine. It's, it's, it, it, every episode is another chance of something amazing. Yeah. And they're like 20 minutes. So it's not like you've, you know, lost much. And you're like, oh, that wasn't it. All right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I, like, I'm going to. I'm I'm not gonna make friends by saying this, but most of the people who are who have enough time to complain about media wasting their time on the internet probably <laughs> had plenty of time to waste anyways. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like if if you have time to get on Twitter and get into a Twitter war about how Hammer and Bolter wasted your time, it didn't waste your time. <laughs> it, it wasn't a waste. Yeah, arguing about a waste of your time, right? I am uh, woefully behind. I haven't watched any of the animations. I, I just the preview one we saw, and I've uh, checked out the, the some of the painting tutorials though because those are pretty quick. And I mean, just for me learning how to you know new techniques and stuff, I'll I'd like whether I'm playing Raven Guard or not, I'll watch that Black Armor one. Just oh, yeah. like, oh, here's a different way to do it, and you know. I have, it all translates, too. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right, is when people say, you know, how do you learn how to paint? Just absorb everything you can. Yeah. You know? but. Yeah, one one of the things I keep saying, like, a lot of people, like, I do a lot of painting. Sometimes people, oh, man, how, I, I would never have the painters. I could never do that. It's like, you absolutely could. Painting miniatures is not a complex skill. It's knowing the longest list of tricks that you can assimilate and knowing when to use them. Yeah. Anything else is just like a bit of practice to get, you know, some precision, but it's not, it's not rocket surgery. Uh, I think when they, you know, when Duncan started doing his painting videos, I think one of the things I was most glad about is he's like, Oh, he would say like, Oh, we can just clean that up later. Cause again, when I went for games workshop, right. And they do the little picture tutorials in white dwarf. They'd be like, how do they paint so neat all the time? Like, they don't. It's, no, they don't. They clean it up after it, right? You can, don't worry about being super duper, like, don't get frustrated if you, if you get a little paint somewhere else. You can clean up later. But uh, I'm glad to hear that, um, you know, the animations look good. And, and I'm, I was, one of the things I love from White Dwarf before is the battle reports. So I'm glad to hear that those are They're really fun. I, I, uh, there's one where Louise plays her orcs and, um, it's hysterical because first of all, she's wearing um, she's wearing one of the official uh, Games Workshop T-shirts that I happen to know does not come in adult sizes, which tells <laughs> you just how small Louise is. And I was like, man, that is unfair. It's just it's. Very I may I may have ordered some of the orc shirts that they did too. Yes, welcome aboard. <laughs> I <laughs> see. I have this weird personal rule where I do not wear branded T-shirts, and I may make an exception. Oh, I don't. I don't have. I have some. Like I've gotten at cons and stuff. I never wear them. I just wear plain T-shirts. But I feel like this will be the exception because uh, works. I bought our friend, uh, our our friend Tony's little baby. I bought her a squig onesie. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> She, um, the orc life has already chosen her at a whopping <laughs> four months old. But I'm glad to hear that, you know, you guys are, are enjoying it. I'm eager to, to get into the animations and check those out and, and the battle reports. And um, Have you watched, did they do start doing their lore segments yet? Yeah, they just uh, put yeah. them out. I haven't, I those I want to like really sit down and mm, watch. And yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it yet uh, because I have a deep love of Wade. So 
I'm gonna oh, just. I, I there's a couple out now. <laughs> you you gotta get you get yourself a charcuterie board, a nice yeah, glass of yeah. nice glass of red wine, light a little fire, sit, sit in the bath uh, with your yeah. with your iPad, <laughs> just watch, absorb some lore, hang out with Wade. I, I, you know what? I it's. I started saying it as mocking you, and then I'm like, stop! Not a bad idea. Uh, actually, I've I've done I've done worse. Uh. <laughs> um, they've they've been actually good too about you know the amount of content they've been releasing each week. Yeah. You know, I know some people are, were kind of like, oh, they're gonna do like one thing a week, but no, you're getting you're getting multiple multiple things every week to uh to yeah. keep, keep like it i said if if i was going to be disappointed about anything it's that we have not gotten more hammer and bolter but mm. and also it's fine there's other stuff and for all you know like next wednesday new hammer and bolter yeah, right. Right. and i i have a feeling this is going to be a growing platform we're oh, yeah. going to just get as as things get rolling, as they get more talent on board, we're just going to see more and more stuff get added to this. I I can't remember who I was having this conversation. It might have been Amy, um, but the idea is like there's there's been a lot of complaints of some some content creators disappearing from the internet, but without a word. Like, yeah, maybe some of them got scared, but maybe some of them were just going to see pop up again later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did with everybody that was, or a lot of the people that are doing the high quality animations too, right? They scooped them up. So, and like there was a there was a job listing for um, an IP something. I forget exactly what it was, and people are all up in arms about it. It's like, no dog, that they, they want to <laughs> find the recasters. Like, yeah. They're not losing money on your little twenty your, your, subscriber YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> like they're or, worried about the recaster from China or the three D models you print for yourself, right? It's, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, calm down. Yeah. Um. Again, yeah, but it's just you know something for them to complain about and get their get their hits. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you know. Um, which, at one point, like we we're gonna have this conversation about the uh, doom profiteering from oh big time those, mm-hmm. those kind of things. I don't know because here, here's the thing. Like, I'm 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 kind of an optimist. I think we're seeing the tail end of this because as time they're goes on, of, they're running out of things to complain about. But they're not they're not pulling back on the amount of time they're. The amount of content they're putting out, so the yeah. complaints are starting to sound really dumb. And oh, there was the, <laughs> and the way it's being expressed a lot less entertaining than it was ten years ago. Um, yeah, it's the the, the land of uh, of consensus uh, opposition to Games Workshop is turning really annoying. And I used to be I used to be one of those complainers, so. It's, I don't know. We all have our dark periods. They used to give us a lot to complain about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that's the thing. Like, at some point, like, you either recognize that they're fixing the things you were complaining about, or you find new things to complain about, but those things are getting to be really nitpicky. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
there was that when you know the kill team box set came out there something that popped up on my recommended videos was like you know why the new kill team sucks and and this sucks and and this sucks and it's like okay and then I looked at the history of the videos like everything is like why this sucks why why games workshop is killing the miniature game market it's like all right I see what your what your deal is and it's like do you guys do you guys uh you guys remember that boycott uh how's that going yeah yeah it's like, uh, like I, I've tweeted about this. Like, uh, how, how's, how's bringing down the grand illusion? Have we, have we over, have we over, uh, overturned the, the oppressive leaders now? There was, yeah. um, there was a tabletop inquirer today that was uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. a kid buys 3D printer on Amazon to stick it to, to evil yeah, yeah. corporation. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not. There is, like, I'm living it right now by proxy of my brother who has a 3D printer. Like, we're both still buying uh, Games Workshop models. Yeah. We're using the 3D printer as a way of enhancing what we can and can't do with Games yeah. Workshop models and, and trying some different things, whether it's for bases, for sceneries. He feels learning how to do some 3D sculpting, not because he's going to spend... 40 hours a week for an entire year sculpting his own uh, Stormcast Eternal or some dumb weird thing. Yeah. And, and he, but because, like, then we can make our own conversion pieces and, and personalize our armies. But, and, and again, like, we've, we've had this conversation. It's not like Games Workshop is blind to 3D printers. Right. They're already using them for some of their, for, for, for their R&D. <laughs> We're... It's going to be part of the gaming landscape. It already is. The idea that it's going to be this sudden turnaround, that's not how technology works. It yeah. never is. And, and I mean, at my, and I've just seen this a little bit locally, is the person that's always complaining about how much everything costs is the first one to pre-order something when it comes out. Too, everything. Right? Yep. Every time. Oh, I can't believe Every they're making time. me buy this from my army. I mean, I'll take three, but I can't believe it. <laughs> I'll I'll spend the three hundred dollars, but only reluctantly, and yeah. only because I spent six hundred dollars last month buying the first few boxes for this army that I now need to expand <laughs> upon. Every time, yeah. And I I feel for these guys. Like I get it. Like some like I you you want to complain about Games Workshop? I'll give you one. We have novitiates that are coming into the next Kill Team expansion, but they're not in the codex that came out like a handful of months ago. Yeah. Why not? Like why 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 is this happening? Yeah. Like don't don't tell me Games Workshop couldn't like plan out that there would be novitiates. Yeah, they still make mistakes, and that's a pretty dumb egregious mistake. I feel like they should probably have communicated better internally to not have that happen. Is that going to stop people who play Sisters of Battle from getting the Vitiates and adding them to their army if they're cool? No! I can tell no. you no. I can... and, but that's yeah. the thing. Like, but someone's going to make a fucking 20... Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone's going to make a freaking 20-minute video on YouTube about it that's going to be monetized with some Hyundai ads that I don't care about because I already bought a new car last year. So, whatever. <laughs> like, and and what does this, thing, what does this mean down the road? Up. Right? That's always your yeah. thing. What is what does uh, this mean yeah. down the road? Like, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. Your sources are wrong. The rumors you heard are stupid. It's nothing. It means nothing. It means Games Workshop. Like it's it's not malice. It is just a little bit of the corporate incompetence, which happens everywhere. Like you you forgot to buy tomatoes last time you went grocery shopping. Like no one's doing a twenty minute video about it on your on YouTube. Although, wouldn't that be great? Like, Kevin <laughs> forgot 
tomatoes again. And what does that mean for next week's groceries? Right. Yeah. Oh, they're out of strawberries this week. What does that mean down the line? Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> rant rant over. Um, for now, never over. No, it's never. Like, I've started. I've stopped vocalizing it, but it's still going on. Inside. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's still just fuming inside. Um, oh, one other thing. Uh, I, where is it? I, I got the probably the best tool for miniatures that I have gotten in a long time. It is an electric pin vice drill. Ooh. What? Wait, no, yes. I have a Dremel. Why am I? Why am I being <laughs> Although that probably it's probably more usable to do like detail it's, work than the it's about work. the size of a pen, the whole thing, huh. like a, a large a large pen, maybe maybe highlighter s, but yeah. Um, is there like a really really slow setting? Because that's the problem I have with the Dremel. Like my slowest setting is plastic melting fast. I was about to say is model feeding. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've I so the reason I got it is because I you know having recently put together this is about looking at the like. 50 bolters I had to drill, and this oh. popped up on Kickstarter because one of my friends backed it. And I was like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty good." It's um, it's just a, it's not too good on the speed control because there's just a single button you press to to get it going. Um, but it's not, it's not, it's nowhere near as fast as a drill, right? So we have a little more control. Huh. It's called a Wow Stick. Well, it's, it's it's probably reasonable pin vice speed. Yeah, I like adrenaline. I'm gonna wait. Like... I'm gonna wait for your review on it. I've already used it for quite a few, oh, okay. uh, quite so a few bolters, and um, it comes with um, uh, seven drill bits of uh, varying sizes, from mm -hmm. uh, you know, not, um, and could possibly. I mean, it's just a, kind of a regular chuck on it, so you could probably hold some some bigger or smaller um, drill bits if you needed to. But uh, it's called a Wow Stick drill. Um, and no one's going to make any jokes about something called a wow stick. No, I mean, they definitely will. It's hard not to. It's fine. It, it was. It was. Hard not to? Ah. <laughs> it was manufactured and shipped from China, so I was not sure if I was going to get it, but it did show up. So I think it huh. is a it is a good addition to a hobbyist toolkit. I will consider it. I've always wanted a wow stick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, guys. If you picked up a Wow stick, let us know how it's working for you on our on our Facebook page. Yeah, no pictures, tell please. Tell us how you handled it. That's right. uh, no pictures. Um, no no link to OnlyFans sites. Um, but uh, let us know what you think about the new works. All the announcements. Uh, if you're working on works, please please share the pictures with us of your crazy conversions in, in paint jobs. I would love to see them. Because if there's one thing orc players can do, it's inspire other orc players for their conversions. True. Yes. Or, orcs are probably the best community of players. So, can I can I say like one last thing about oh, like, yeah. the the rant we were having? Because like, <laughs> I want to clarify something. Like I'm sure, not sure. against holding Games Workshop to account for things. The problem I see with like people making a living off YouTube or making any money off YouTube complaining, if they're exclusively complaining, is that they have to sort of invent content. And I want us to hold Games Workshop in any company. I want, them, I want us to hold their feet to the fire for things that matter, not for made-up problems. Yeah. 
Because if all we do is like every Wednesday at six o'clock, I put out my new video where I complain about something I needed to invent because I'm out of content otherwise, eventually they stop listening. And I never want like we've had we've just had a few years of Games Workshop listening to us. It's pretty good. I'm <laughs> I'm not hating it. Like obviously because of the turnaround of creating new content and creating new models and like rolling out things, like it's not instantaneous and it took a while before we saw the results. But now that we're kinda seeing the results of what happens when Games Workshop listens to us, I don't want them to like get bored with our constant whining. I want us to keep complaining and I want us to complain really loud when there's something that we want or something that's wrong. But I don't want us to just become background noise again. Yeah. I've been and, there. Like I lived being background noise for, for Games Workshop. Yeah. yeah, it ain't great. And, and you know what? It's it's okay to be an adult. Um, I was just you. Your <laughs> thing reminded me about uh, um, mini wargaming, which is you know they're out of Canada. Um, and before Eighth Edition dropped, you know the the guy that owns it posted this video like why Games Workshop sucks and this is going to be a horrible edition. And then he posted an apology video after he. Th- the dude came out and was like, "Yeah, I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong on the Hell, internet." Even better, like your apology video—that's content too. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and and I, you know, I think Games Workshop gets a lot of heat just because they're, you know, the biggest and arguably the best on the block. You know, nobody's complaining about Steamforged, and even though they sort of took the money and ran, um, or like War Machine in Malifaux, where you can't even get product or have no idea what the state of the game is, right? Yeah, I mean, Warmahords, like, they they changed editions and the entire game died. Yeah. They took then... the thing that people, like, the one thing that people didn't like, and they were like, we're going to do more of that. And the entire community, like, we used to have, like, we had half a dozen ten players, and overnight, it evaporated. And, and, and even rather than trying to, like, fix it, they're like, we're just going to make this new game. Yeah. Which also, as far as I know, hasn't gone anywhere. But. Yeah, I I mean, as someone who was a, a guild ball player and really oh, yeah, getting me into it, like I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so I mean, and, and like I'm not pissed at Steam Forge. I'm just I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I mean, content is co- game content is game content. You know whether. Um, so at least be happy that Games Workshop, after all this time, is still. Making nice models, and no one's saying you can't play whatever edition of the game you liked. Mm-hmm. And on that note, have a good night. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, hopefully, we'll get. You some... Don't know that they're listening to this at night. I just, I mean, <laughs> it's night somewhere, right? So I assume things about our listeners. You're supposed to be the level-headed one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Again, please, you know, if you're doing work on Orcs or whatever you're working on, please share it with us on any of our social medias. Um, Facebook, we have a Twitter, yes. Um, Yeah, so, and uh, uh, as I start, when I eventually start working on that Stompa, I will share that with all of you. I can't wait to see it. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, 
there is only war. And cookies. Man, I was mouthy this week. <laughs> That's all right. You got pretty riled up. I, I did. <laughs> you got to get riled up sometimes. It's okay. All right. Um, yeah, so I... You can, keep, you can keep the boy I was mouthy this week. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a little outtake. I'll throw in an outtake at the end. Yeah. See if anybody actually listens through the uh, the end of it. Uh, 